0: Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey.
1: Hi, hi, everyone. (laughs) I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Hey, we are on our second week of pursuing wholehearted, holistic living. And this week, I thought of my dear friend, um, fellow go-getter in the ministry realm, and her name is Darlene Calave, And she has been a pivotal person in my life. She was one of the beginning people that really listened to the father's heart without even knowing me personally. She actually listened for me and gave a note to my husband at a retreat that she was a part of supporting. And oh man, it rocked my world one of the things that she had mentioned in it was, you are made for this. And I can't tell you how much that that phrase alone has grounded me in times of needing courage, needing to step out of my comfort zone. And so I thought, hey, you know what, let's interview Dar." because she brings her whole heart every time that she speaks at these retreats and she brings her whole heart through her Instagram pages. She has an Instagram page called dawn.experiences. I'll put it in the show notes below with her twin sister and they are just beautifully written and they really hit into the heart of anyone, man or woman, So I encourage you to find that. She also is a little mama of a nine-month-old, which you'll hear possibly in the background um, while we talked because, hey, this is real life. And I just adore how much she loves being a mama. And let's see, what else do I love about DART? Man, there's so much to say, but I just encourage you, share this with a friend who needs to hear this because this interview... I have replayed over and over in my head and it has really gifted me. It has been a huge tove fruit. If you've heard me talk about tove fruit, it's fruit that multiplies even after it's been given. And this is exactly what it is. But before we get going, I did want to remind you the heavenly commission is out on my website. The course is online. It's ready to go for you anytime, January through March. It will be available after March. We're taking it off. Until next year. So, if you wanted to jump into this eight week online course, grab a pen or clicker or your thumb and hit the link in the show notes and enjoy. I can't wait for you to j- dive in and discover your kingdom identity, your kingdom purpose, your kingdom goals for 2021. All right, I think that's it for now. You guys, turn on those AirPods, those earbuds, whatever you're listening to, and just soak in this tenderness, this lovingness, and you can tell that she has spent time with the Father. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am so excited as I said before on my introduction, to have Darlene Calave on the show. And she is, man, I'm just, just a wealth of um, heartful wisdom, knowledge, connection with the Holy Spirit. And because we have been talking about pursuing holistic and wholehearted living, I thought There's no better person than Dar, (laughs) who has been this example for me for so long. Oh, I'm going to get teary-eyed just thinking about it, Um, of just really tuning in with your whole heart and not being scared to let it shine, all of the parts, um, whether they're really beautiful or they're really messy. And um, so welcome to the show, Dar. (laughs) Thank you making me tear up too. So thanks, Kristen. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, just so many, um, beautiful backstories here and, um, uh, oh, yeah, I could think of no better person to bring the conversation of wholehearted pursuit when we are talking about our relationship with the Lord. And so I thought, Hey, I would love to hear your story and how it all began with you and, what started you on this journey with Jesus of just wholeheartedness?
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, you know, and I, I, um, I guess I just first want to say thank you again to Mm -hmm. just whoever's listening. The invitation is just a a humble, humbling moment for me Mm -hmm. to, um, to say yes to. And so I just want to thank you Kristen for the ask and the invitation to get to be part of the conversation today. Um, so when I think about my growth and even learning what that means for me to live a wholehearted life or to live with wholehearted relationship, um, I think it truly, if I can like whittle everything else away, it comes down to a deeper desire, um, mm-hmm. for authentic, uh, authenticity and authentic living. Um, and what I mean by that is I don't do fake. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I can't, I can't handle, um, when someone, or when I don't show my true colors, like it just doesn't sit well. And so I think back to when I um, in my walk with Jesus, when I first, um, I guess, started to kind of dig more in that. And it began because I I wanted to, I wanted the real, I wanted the, the fullest understanding of God's love. I didn't want to kind of understand it or to live through other people's stories. Um, I wanted my story. Yeah. And so I think, um, in my twenties, I'm 35 now. And in my twenties, I think that looked um, kind of just, I think that's when it first started, but that's when it looks like, um, <laughs> just being silly for him <laughs> and like, um, going on what I call treasure hunts to, to understand what he was saying and to discover him, like, in relationships and nature and, um, in anything I was just on a treasure hunt all the time. And that treasure hunting, um, I think is what kind of began my desire for more wholehearted living with him.
1: That's cool. I love that. The treasure hunting because I, I, it's kind of similar to, um, like I call them God winks or, um, (laughs) <laughs> totally. I, have, I have a client who calls them something slap and, and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, it's offensive, but I don't like at <laughs> it. <laughs> right. Yes. Like those moments of like, oh, I'm recognizing you in everyday life in my own story. And I love that distinction of what you were right. saying of like, I have to find this out for myself. And right. I think every believer should walk through that season of like, what does this look like for me personally? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, because then when the rubber meets the road, we can fall back on our own story with him. Right. Like when stuff hits the fan, I can think about how other people have experienced him, but unless I have my own story to lean back on. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're, I think we're sunk. <laughs> I yeah. think we need our own story with him. We can think about what other people have told us, but it's most true when it's our own, right?
1: Right. It's that digging, digging your own roots and deep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's amazing. I, do you feel like that your relationship has really shifted as becoming a mom because you're a brand new mom. Right. And yeah. you feel like that it's amplified that wholeheartedness?
0: Absolutely. I think um so yeah I have a nine month old now and um my husband and I were just talking yesterday saying wow we don't know parenthood without COVID. That's a <laughs> child. And so just how um and we're not being ruled by it, but it's definitely like a filter, right. Mm -hmm. Of learning, um, learning what parenthood looks like and navigating those waters. Um, and so one of the things that we've really tried to just hold each other to is, um, is not living out of a place of fear. And I think that that is, I mean, that's parenting no matter what, right? Like we have to trust the father's heart for our kids more than we can trust our own (laughs) because we will fail them and we're not going to do this life of parenting perfectly. And as a recovering perfectionist, um, I've learned that head on in the last nine months, just how, um, how i'm not capable of loving lenoa that's my daughter's name loving her without him like i need the father's grace for my own life moment to moment in order to love my daughter well um if i rely on my own good ideas and my own strength i i get tired quickly so yeah, that's one thing for sure that I've learned. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like hit me smack, smack dab, um, in my face with this new level of wholeheartedness and parenting.
1: Yeah. Really good. Well, and we have a lot of young moms that listen to the show. And so I'm going to pivot a little bit because I think you have a gift in that. And, um, I'm just thinking of like a mom in the season who feels like she's drowning. Like, I mean, who is stuck in that fear? Like how would you wholeheartedly help her to come before him and bring all that to him? How would you?
0: Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is that we have to be willing To risk, Um, and and what that's looked like for me is, um, well, let me back up for a second. I think that to experience true freedom and like that feeling of walls coming down or getting unstuck or going from floating on our back to (laughs) to -hmm. not treading water anymore requires. Action And, um, and I think that vulnerability and risk are two part of those, those things that are required. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what that's looked like for me is a good long cry, yes. <laughs> like yeah. a walk by myself and just letting myself fall apart mm-hmm. and, and that ugly cry and letting, letting the deepest parts, the d- darkest parts of my thought life actually come out yeah. rather than trying to stuff them down or rather than trying to manage them and just stay strong enough. Like those moments when I've gone on a drive and just let myself yell in the car alone. Amen. Um, those are the moments that I feel like my walls come down and then God gets to be who he's always meant to be for me. Mm. Um and those are the moments where I feel like okay, I am being wholehearted here. Like I'm not masking anything. I'm not faking it till I make like I'm I'm this is the real raw me. Mm. Um so yeah, I don't I don't know if that totally answers your question, but we can keep <laughs> traveling through that <laughs> that idea.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's great cuz you know, I just talked about self-care on here. And I think it just hits at a place where I actually was just talking to my sister-in-laws over break about how that good cry, like most of the time it's like, I just need to cry and get it out. And, and the self-care in that, the deeper question is what do I need right now? And and sometimes it is that good cry sometimes it is that like i just got to freak out <laughs> yep <laughs> you know yep. um and i guess there's this um i know for me there's this balance of knowing who i'm created to be wrestling with the real hard questions and trying to like marry those of like is yeah. it is it um wholehearted if i i am let's see let's bring it into real so um so i've had something that i've i've in my health the autoimmune stuff for 10 years that i know in my identity i am healed and the wrestling out is the reality is every month i experience this health issue that is so um taxing and the wrestling yeah. through that of instead of stuffing the um somebody else said um it's like pushing down a beach ball in the water when you're like just stay down there right <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: <It> <laughs> and then it the
1: comes up and <laughs> like nails you in the face right um, but that tension of yes i know i am healed that's what he says of my portion and every day or every month when I experience it, that is my reality. I'm not going to, you know, be ignorant and still struggle with this or it could be whatever it could be. I still struggle with fear or I still struggle with trust or, or whatever. Um, I guess just bringing those two together, that authenticity of I have to express it. And then I'm gonna come back to, um, do you know what I mean? Like, where's that? Absolutely. What happens in that in between? Yeah.
0: Well, and I think you said it really well that, um, you know, I as I was listening to you talk, one of the things that I think is most true for me is I can't. I like. There's no way that I can be truly wholehearted and um, still try to manage the outcome. (laughs) Like (laughs) I have to learn how to let go and relinquish control. And so I think the other part of living out this wholeheartedness, whether it's, you know, in parenting or relationships is letting go of control. Yeah. Um, and, and saying, God, I believe no matter how i'm feeling no matter what i'm disappointed with no matter what i'm angry about like you you are doing something yeah whether i see it or not um and so and that like that's just not a good idea <laughs> we <laughs> actually have to live that out right right um and so so i but i think that that is a key to living out wholeheartedness is that we aren't in control. Um, And, and that's hard. Yeah, that's hard for all of us and control looks so different for all of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's one of the things that I've found to be most true in this journey as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you're using lingo most true. um, That is like I've said in the intro. I know Dar through Werevel.org. It's the retreats that have changed my whole life with Jesus. And so one of the things that they talk about is there's true and most true. So can you explain that real quick? Yeah,
0: I think the way I would explain that is there are things that happen to us in life that are true. For example, um, a friend dealing with depression and how that is impacting me. Um, is hard. And I am sometimes afraid for her. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I um, worry. Sometimes I want to just show up at her house to make sure she's okay. Mm
1: -hmm. That's,
0: those are all true things. What's most true is that she is, she is a child of God, that Jesus is her rescuer Mm -hmm. and that he has plans for her.
1: That's good. Okay.
0: Um, so, my reality is that I can feel worrisome. I can feel afraid. But what's most true is that he is doing something and I can't actually rescue my friend. Yeah. Um, he is her rescuer. That's what's most true. Um, yeah. So, is that, I yeah. hope that that's a good example. Yeah.
1: No, that's really good. I think it it helps understand that a little bit more clearly the most true concept. Okay. So, if someone is just starting on their wholehearted journey, yeah. Um, what are some things that can help somebody open up more authentically in their relationship? If they're so used to, I just think of um like say there's a, a woman who is, I have to have my stuff together in order to come before Jesus. Like what would you yeah. say to somebody? Yeah. In that Position.
0: Yeah. I think I would, I would ask, um, some questions of why they feel the need to have it so put together. Um, mm-hmm. and I would ask, ask like, what, what is that about for you? Like, why do you feel like you need to have all the ch- boxes checked in order to come to Jesus, um, with your heart? Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in asking those questions, I would hope that we could get to the place of where they feel inadequate or they feel, um, hopelessness. They, I, I would want to get to the bottom and the root of that with them, mm-hmm. because I think it's in those places of getting to the root of things. Then we can say, okay, I. I actually don't trust God with XYZ and here's why I don't want to come to him with it. I think that that's what's most true for me yeah. um is that usually when I don't when I'm not fully coming to him it's be it's a trust issue. Yeah. Um I feel better if I get to manage and control things. <laughs> because then I have control of the outcome and that is a trust issue with the father. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, no shame in that. Like, I think we get to work that out forever on this side of heaven. And I'm not saying that as like a hopelessness. I'm just saying that as a reality of, of this journey that, um, we've got to start somewhere. And I think getting to those roots of, the places that we don't fully trust him or, or even don't fully believe that he cares. Um, and getting to those roots, I think then we can uncover what, what he's trying to do and the direction of what's next.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Okay. So within that, how does one, come out of like compartmentalizing like this is my quiet time <laughs> right <laughs> and then I'm gonna move into mom mode or work mode or whatever mode surviving online school mode <laughs> right how do you incorporate the wholeheartedness from having that time with the Lord to your whole wholehearted life yeah um a good question
0: (laughs) so I think so here's my first thought this is where where my head went as you were talking the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and getting the same outcome right like nothing changes and so I would ask myself like okay is my quiet time and listening to the same three worship songs and then like how's that working for me how's that going? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Do I actually feel alive or am I just a robot going through the motions? Wow. Mm-hmm. Because we're meant like we are beings that are meant to be alive, right? We're not meant to go through the motions. We, we are meant for fullness and abundance and vibrancy. Yeah. So if I'm not feeling those things, then I probably should try something new. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I would say to myself. That's what I would say to any, any woman that I'm talking to who just feels like stuck or they're wanting, they're wanting the next thing to try. Um, I would say, try anything, (laughs) try, try anything that you haven't already done. Um, what does that look like for me? Um, there've been seasons where I don't read books. I love books. I love getting knowledge from other people who are, who are farther down the road than me. But there have been times where I like, I numb out because I'm just reading five books at a time and it's actually not doing anything inside of me. Yeah. So I've put books on the shelf and, um, literally and not picked anything up for a season so that I don't just become like numb to it. Yep. So that, I mean, that's just one practical example
1: of trying something new, um, good
0: to get unstuck.
1: Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I love the realization that we're not robots. Like we have to switch it up. There is so much more abundance. And, and for me, like in some seasons, well, a, I totally resonate with you about the books. I took like the whole (laughs) year off last year and didn't read one nonfiction book until December. And, um, I just couldn't do it anymore. I I was like, okay, I'm tapped out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. But I was going to say the, um, the switching it up. I, I remember having a conversation with Eugene Lunning, um, a while ago. And he was sharing how, when he becomes bored, he's like, obviously I'm not connecting (laughs) to the creator of all things because there's no way that Jesus is boring.
0: Right. (laughs) And like
1: (laughs) coming to that of like, what am I, what am I missing? How can I open up more and realize that there's so much more opportunity. And I think that we can get stuck in a rhythm that no longer serves us. And especially for like young moms that, um, I know when I had all my littles, I was very the box checker and I would get so frustrated if I didn't wake up early before my kids, because then in my head, my narrative was, if I don't get my quiet time, then I'm going to be a terrible mom the rest of the day. Right. and it has taken me years to break that cycle and to the point where even at the beginning of quarantine this last year, um, there was a whole good three or four months where I slept it. I mean, it was like eight o'clock and my kids were already watching TV for like an hour and I'd wake up and be like, Hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just being okay with that grace season of like, I am in you sleeping. Like, yeah, that is just as beautiful in this season of you needing rest and yeah. the seasons where I do wake you up at five o'clock in the morning to come spend time with me. <laughs> so right, yeah, yep. yeah.
0: absolutely. Ugh. Well, and I think that there's something really hard just culturally about like um, feeling good based on what you got done in a day, yeah, yes, <laughs> or what and that, like culturally, for for mom, i I think especially moms, like we we have this um, underlying pressure to like prove what our day consisted of, and that like our, and then somehow our worth gets tied up and what we did or didn't do. And I just would say like, goodness, like, let's show ourselves some grace, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that is just such a, and being like moms with the era of social media, I just think culturally, like we are drowning yeah. <laughs> yeah. whether we know it or not. And so there's just got to be some grace and some kindness for ourselves that, um, we get to figure this out. We don't have to figure this out. Like we get to grow in this and just to take some pressure off of ourselves because, um, we're not going to do it perfectly. Um, yeah. So I, I just, my heart just like aches for when I see the pressure, the amount of pressure that, um, I put on myself too. I'm like, goodness, dar, just loosen up a little.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that's really good. And, like, that's a good fresh breath of air right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, before we go, I do want to ask how are you personally um, creating that wholehearted approach right now in this specific season? With yeah. everything that's going on, um, what is something that moves you into that? place of, I'm going to bring my whole heart.
0: Yep. One practical thing that I do, um, is, well, I have the privilege of having a twin sister who happens to be my best friend as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and she and I, I, I can say anything to her without her judging me. Yeah. Um, and I know that not everyone has that person in their life, but I, I would implore everyone to find, (laughs) find that one that you can say the like ugliest thoughts to, and you know that they have your back still. That may be, that may be a family member. That may be a spouse. That may be a friend, whatever it is, but that's, I mean, that's been a saving grace for me knowing that I can um, share the deepest, like most yuck thing. And I'm still going to be loved. Um, I think that's super important because, because isolation is one of the biggest things that blocks the wholehearted journey. Yeah. I think when we feel alone, wholeheartedness is just a really
1: fun idea. (laughs) Yes. Totally. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) And you need those friends that are going to push you. I'm thinking of, I have a friend in particular who's like, Kristen, you're super quiet. (laughs) And (laughs) because I am an introvert, I do go totally internal. And then, but she's, I do have that sweet gift of a friend that's like, what's going on with you? I know something's going on because you're real quiet. Yeah, that It is. I totally 100% agree with you on that. Imploring everyone to reach out and make that first step of vulnerability and authenticity with a friend. Yeah. Especially right now. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dar. I so appreciate your time. And thank you. Just a little nugget Dar makes the most amazing jewelry. Oh, the earrings. And she has an Etsy shop and we'll post the link on the show notes for you guys to check it out. And also I did want to mention the Revel retreat. Um, can you share yeah. a about that?
0: Yeah. So here in a
1: couple of weekends,
0: um, there's a virtual retreat that's offered to you and anyone, any woman that, you know, um, it's, I'm sure Kristen can post the link for that as well. But um, the theme is if I'm honest and really that's the heartbeat is just to what we talked about today, just uncovering the honesty of where we're all at and hopefully giving some handholds of um, practical things that we can all be doing um, from home and in community. um, But just to just to unlock our hearts to a greater awakening of of what he's doing and who he is for us. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a great day. This will be our second virtual retreat that, um, and the first one was a hit and just a, a glorious day. So,
1: yes, yeah, it's January twenty third. Yep, and I can't remember the exact time it starts, but it's
0: I think nine to three Mountain Standard Time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Totally worth it. You guys. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you so much Dar for being on here and just sharing your heart and encouraging others to share their heart, their whole heart. And absolutely. uh, Thank you. Hmm. Huge honor. Thanks, Kirsten. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to holistic hearts.
0: As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristinfieldschadwick.com.